My dear listeners, I hope today is going amazing for you. Join me on my podcast as I share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn, they live their dreams. As they say, it's up to you to make it happen. This show is sponsored by BioMental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're meeting Kyle Newell. He is entrepreneur, CEO of Newell Strength and Reap Dads also the author of The Panda Diet. Hello, Kyle. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, Anna. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to our conversation. Yes. So let's start a conversation by diving into your personal journey of becoming the person you are today. What led you to discover your true passion in life? How did it start for you? To be honest, uh, it was back in high school. You know, I was always an athlete. And then really getting into uh, training a little bit and to the point where by midway through high school, I got really into uh, wanting to train and put on muscle really to build my confidence. And, mm-hmm. and what happened was the, the the gym, the hitting the weights and all that started becoming my main passion over the sports. And then I just kept carrying on. So I always had a love for the gym and just training, training hard. And, um, you know, and, I've been fortunate that I, that's what I've been able to do as my career is help people with that, you know, inspire them to get in better health and realize that, you know, they, they don't have to be like the, the masses of people that don't have good health and that don't age the best. So uh, right now you are coach to uh, a lot of uh, people who would like to find their passion in life and what exactly will bring them that fulfillment. Uh, what, would you say uh, the most important kind of like daily habits that we should focus on to incorporate in our routine in order to set ourselves for success? Great question. I'm a big believer in a consistent morning routine, right? Mm -hmm. It it doesn't have to be this crazy elaborate thing, but a key, you know, consistent wake up time and then knowing, okay, what am I doing? First thing in the morning, how do I get in the right state of mind? What do I have to do as far as getting actual work done instead of putzing around for three hours, right? I believe that that's that, and that's set up the night before you use your daily planner night before you set that up. And then on top of that, like when I do my planner, I always make sure there's something for exercise. You can't, in my opinion, exercise is too foundational and it's too powerful on your brain to miss a day. Now that doesn't mean you have to be in the gym every day, but do something, go for a walk, go for a run every day because you get all these feel-good chemicals and growth factors to your brain only through physical movement it's the most powerful drug in the world it's going to optimize your performance and your confidence and your self-belief so that's got to be a foundational thing too there's got to be some type of fitness start where you're at but make it a daily thing Mm. right fitness is very important and for us to find our way to incorporate that on a daily basis is important and we like you said it brings you just better 
mental state as well because it's all connected all of those chemicals bloodstream in your body and now you have that extra support to kind of focus on what's important in your life and also i know you created the under diet your own type of um diet that we can start uh you know looking into as uh, different ways of bringing ourselves into that type of mindset as well so how do you think diet affecting our way of feeling and what is uh you know in, important again factors in the diet that we should consider great question the main thing what i've discovered over all the years in my panda diet what it's based in is fasting the practice of fasting and if you had asked me back when i started bodybuilding and all that I was against fasting. I didn't know that much about it, but I, was, I believed all the myths that you're going to lose muscle, you're going to go into starvation mode, you're going to get weak, uh, it's impossible, whatever. You need to eat every few hours. And then over the years, um, the last time I competed, 2014, I'm always studying stuff. I was reading about eight weeks out from my contest and reading about stubborn fat, which for men is typically your love handles and your lower belly. And for women, it's typically your glutes and your thighs. So if you touch those parts of your body, with your hand, they're usually colder because they have a very poor blood supply. That's part of what makes them stubborn. So I want to get ripped for this show. My wife had never seen me compete, and I'm reading about stubborn fat. And the only way to increase blood flow to those areas is through fasting. So the next day, I adopted it. And I was 2014, and I was doing your typical what people call intermittent fasting, like a 16-hour mm -hmm. fast. But it was a lot of improvement. Like a lot of just it made eating easier. It was no, it was more enjoyable. It was more liberating, and it was easier to stay in shape. So I knew I was onto something. And in 2019, I, I dove back into the research and started doing longer form fasting, like uh, one meal a day, 48 hour fast, 72 hour fast. I've played around with all these things. So now what I, I teach people in my program, what we start out with, and then I adjust it. And then what I do on my regular basis when I'm not doing something more is I do a 48 hour fast every week, Sunday night, Tuesday night, and then one meal a day. And I love to eat. And it's it's been so much, I, I feel like I'm reverse aging. And I, I've had that validated by some other therapists too, which is the quality of the muscle tissue, low acidity, all this type of stuff. And I feel great. And I love to eat. So when I eat, mm -hmm. every meal I get to eat, in my mind, is the best meal ever. I'm so gracious for it. You know, I'm blessed for that meal. I don't take it for granted. So it's a fast and then it's a feast. And people dramatically change their health and their body composition doing this. But what it really is about is getting control of your mind and having the discipline. That discipline of fasting is then going to lead to self-mastery. So the fasting to me is like a foundational thing that I know I can always tap into no matter what else is going on. Right. And like you said, it's uh, just a practice of uh, kind of like making that choice. And if you discipline your mind, because you know this is something you can do and it's up to you to, uh, to tap into that power. So with us, doing certain type of techniques and practices like fasting, for example, we just uh, fuel that um, power that we have within us because we're in control. We're the ones who choosing to do it. And then, like you said, it's fasting and feasting. And then we enjoy more of what we, uh, you know, eating as just a like a regular meal or even like going out with somebody is uh, creating a different experience because we don't really feel grateful for what we have 
because we take it for granted. And again, like once you start kind of like restricting yourself in a way, you start appreciating it more. Right. And then you have a better experience with that. Don't you think so? Yeah, a thousand percent you do. Like when you always have access to something and like food, it, it should be enjoyed, right? Food is a drug, right? And it has negative consequence on most people, but it, it, we should use that drug of food, right? To to really enhance our life. Moments of, of could just be a daily dinner. That's typically what I do because it, it's more, you know, with my wife or my, my family. Mm -hmm. um, but, it, but it should be a, a celebration almost every time you eat. And it brings a completely different mindset to it. And, and there's all these other benefits too. Like you get back more time, right? When you're not stopping and starting to eat and all this stuff. And, and it sounds harder than it is. And it gives people control. Most people have dieted. This is completely different metabolically, but they've dieted and they failed because they've gained all the weight back and then some, right? So they have this pattern of failure. But when you fast and I work on the mindset where it's really a decision, which is based in the Latin word, which means to sever. You cut yourself off from any other possibility right so we work a lot on the mind the brain science with this but it gives them control over one area of their life and that starts building their confidence right because it's not portion control it's not i gotta tally my points i can't, I can't have any carbs it's none of that stuff mm -hmm. right so eating limited periods li limited frequency that's it yes and it's it sounds easy but sometimes people when it sounds easy they don't even try it that's the thing they kind of like uh think it will fail from the beginning without even trying it and giving it time because it also takes time it's not overnight you have to develop a habit of it we are creatures of habits right and again like whatever we are doing now usually it's because of habits that we develop over time in our lifetime and if we just uh, replace them with a more positive habits that would also bring us into a different level where we can thrive yeah and it, it's everything is about like the, the brain science i'm talking about that's what it is what i teach people is the science of habit formation mm -hmm. everything's habits right and the more we can have a habit the more we open up our mind to be available to new opportunities or threats that we have to deal with so the habit is really a survival mechanism but everything excuse me comes down to your skill set, mindset, and your habits, right? Mm -hmm. Skill set, mindset kind of feed into the habits. So it really is. That's a great point by you about the habits and, and, and laying down that brain track, that network in your brain, that this is just what you do, no matter what's going on. Right. And also, we have to kind of uh, find time for self-care on a daily basis, because nowadays people feel very stressed and anxious. They're working hard and they're not focused on what's important. And they kind of like uh, always come up with excuses. Why would they not exercise or why would they not give them some time to like meditate or do some other practices that will eventually uh you know build that foundation for the successful life what would you recommend them how to become more mindful and more present and to kind of catch themselves in that negative thinking pattern and disrupt it and re and realize that uh we should focus our energy in more constructive way that's a great question right in my alley i love that that's that's a great question so it's self-awareness, okay? So most people have not developed a level of self-awareness because they don't practice the right things like meditation, which we'll go over and all that. 
But the self-awareness gives you the ability to catch your thoughts. So when you start having this negative internal dialogue about why you can't succeed, why it doesn't work, why it's somebody else's fault, most people never catch those thoughts and they just kind of snowball and they, they build momentum, right? Which is the momentum is why people won't start a routine because it's, oh, they're comfortable over here and they got all the momentum going that way. So it's really about being self-aware and how do you do that? You start practicing med meditation, breathing, and the purpose of those things, those are mental training for when you're having bad thoughts and anxiety and this stuff. And you can say, wait a minute, why do I feel that way? Because the, pro the way you create anything, the process of creation is thoughts, words, and action. It starts mm -hmm. with your thoughts, then the words, your inner dialogue, and then what you're verbalizing and actually speaking out loud and writing down. So your words. And if you catch yourself when you first start this, because your brain is hardwired for the negative. So it is very common for everybody to have negative thoughts all the time. So we've got to actively try to catch them in, in reverse course. But next time you catch yourself with a negative talk, catch it and immediately restate it and say it out loud to yourself. And you start getting into that pattern. You catch those thoughts and you change them, right? Because it's your thoughts mm -hmm. are what's creating the reality. Right. And now uh, we need to realize that we can choose thoughts that we're thinking deliberately in order to, again, speak with ourselves in a more positive way and make those actions from a different place, place of abundance, you know, because nowadays uh, with us comparing ourselves with others and also being distracted by social media, you know, we kind of lost in what matters and we are very harsh on ourselves. Sometimes we talk to ourselves in, in the worst way that we can talk to somebody else and we don't realize that. How yeah. we keeping ourselves uh, really stuck in one place and not letting go forward because all of that is created in our own mind with the thoughts that we're choosing to think and the words that we're speaking, like you said. And that also creates a certain emotion because we act upon an emotion that we're feeling. And sometimes we avoid feeling a certain emotion and we like shutting it down and not releasing it. It could be connected to something that happened in the past. And with us being attached to that story, we again not allowing ourselves to be our best yeah it is and it's uh the detaching from the story and all that and the brain is very very sensitive to judgment right so if we think about this and you brought up a great point Anna, if we go back to where we evolved and we traveled around in packs and tribes if i judge you and we start judging anna and we move you to the outside of the tribe what happens to your chance of survival? It goes down, right? This is the way the brain is, is wired. That's where the predators and enemies are. If we really don't like you, we judge you that much, we kick you out of the group, chance for survival goes down. So the brain interprets judgment like most people don't like public speaking because the brain is saying all these people have the chance to judge what I'm saying, mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's not life or death though, You know, where, whereas the way the brain evolved, judgment could be life or death. So now imagine when the judgment's coming from yourself. When it's the negative self-talk, it's that's the most powerful kind there is when it's coming from you. Because if you don't believe you can do something, guess what? That's the reality you're going to get. If you do believe you can do something, guess what? That's the reality you're going to get. Mm -hmm. So it's really catching that and, and, and having compassion for yourself, but also compression where you're disciplining and, and you are trying to get better, right? Mm -hmm. It's the constant daily, uh, you know, the constant never-ending improvement, constant never-ending improvement. And that's what you right. focus on. It's always like work in progress and uh, everything 
uh, again, like you're never gonna reach the destination. You will still set a goal that is not really reachable at the moment, but you know that you can all the skills and abilities to go to that direction and take those steps. But you will always gonna be resetting that goal because uh, again, it's just the way we are and it's normal. Uh, but we have to enjoy that journey of becoming that person and to acquiring new skills and seeing ourselves grow and helping ourselves from what we can do and which is everything. The opinion that I have about myself uh, it's the only opinion that matters. So we shouldn't be thinking about how that person thinks of me or their opinion. I mean, it's impossible to please everybody. So we shouldn't be even wasting our energy on that, but rather knowing uh, that we can and focusing on to, to be the best that we can be at this present moment where the power is. Yeah. Yeah, I think everything you said is, is exactly, we have like twin mindsets. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I would say. You know, I can't say it any better, but it's, it's you're realizing that we're infinitely powerful, you know, and that you really, your thoughts create your reality. And anything that, and if people don't believe that, right? Like this iPhone, this this was a thought, right? Mm -hmm. Steve Jobs had it, right? right? He didn't know, what it, it, these things are crazy. He didn't know it would turn into this, but, it, you know, it started, he had a vision and then he did know it was going to turn into all these different models and keep advancing. But that's having the vision, right? And the people that, that have a vision that actually go for it, like your, your champions and all these, they're just living examples that they put their mind to it and they did it. But it's not luck. It's none of that. It's that they focused for a long enough period of time on what they wanted to do and they did it. Right. And it also um, comes back to how you feel about yourself. If you really feel that you can and you really feel that you deserve it and you believe in yourself and you love yourself, that's where it comes from. Again, uh, if you feel that you don't deserve that life and if you think that person is better than you in some kind of way, you're not going to achieve it with you putting limitation upon yourself. You're not letting yourself grow. So you have to be clear on what you want, steps that requires you to get to that goal and put in a, you know, really like a setting a routine in your schedule where you know that it supports you into your in your decision to get to that goal that you set for yourself. And like you say, having vision is important because everything comes from the thought. And also, if you feel that emotion that supports you into taking the action, I always say you have to take massive action. Don't be afraid to fail, but you have to do it and adjust and learn from what you uh, what your experience were and see how you can become better. And now with the new knowledge, uh, you can apply it and, and go forward with that. So uh, there is nothing really that you can call failure, but it's just a, an attempt to succeed. And uh, it's part of the process because a lot of people get discouraged without getting what they want right away. And they want that overnight success, but not realizing that it takes time and just accepting it as if it's just part of the process and be fully in and being committed to what you're doing is important. Yeah, that, that's it. Like you said, the commitment, 
right? And you're going to fail. Expect to struggle because if the struggle is the mental and spiritual resistance train, you need to struggle. But if you're not struggling, you're trying to succeed at a high level, you're doing something wrong because there's there's no resistance. So the struggle, right? And I always use the analogy Anna, of like the butterfly when it's going from a caterpillar to a butterfly coming out of the chrysalis. If you cut that chrysalis open and don't let it struggle, it won't develop the muscles and the wings to become the butterfly. It dies because you took away the struggle. So you're trying, you got to think, you're trying to become this butterfly. You're trying to transition, right? Trans transform, I should say, into this next level of you. You need to struggle, so you should embrace that. And that's your self-talk. What's great about this problem? Where's the opportunity in this? What did I learn about this problem? Right? And your brain will give you an answer to whatever you ask of it. That's the way it works. And the brain can't ignore a question. So it, 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 that's what's cool about knowing like the brain science, right? Because then you can just start correcting yourself and you start catching yourself with the self-awareness. But it's, um, yeah, the commitment, like going back to what you said, when you take, you know, quitting off the table, Mm -hmm. if it's not an option then there's nothing to worry about you just keep going until you succeed but when we give ourselves that out then the brain right it's kind of in this gray area oh, i could go back mm -hmm. if it gets too hard take that off the table right and then all of a sudden that's not an option so yeah it's all winning right the failure is just lessons right so we just need to look at it from a different perspective. And like you said, if we just remove it from the table as one of the options, you don't really think about it. It's just, you know, that you're on your way to a successful life and everything is just part of the process. And uh, again, we need to uh, support ourselves in uh, making the right decisions. And that brings us back to the mindset that we're supposed to always kind of like develop and nurture and know that uh, our mental and physical health should be a priority. So yeah. we have to prioritize that, knowing that that is the most important thing that I can do here is to focus on my, my own self-growth. I'm not responsible for you, but I'm responsible for myself. And that's my job. So uh, because right now, like, I feel like a lot of people lose focus on what's important. And we need to understand that it's not selfish. It's just, uh, it's going to translate into your relationship with other people as well. If you're going to invest in yourself, that's the best return on investment you're going to get. The best. Yeah, you can't, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like it's the by far the biggest thing you can do is put, put investment in time and money into your self-development. You know, I've had coaches since 2008 coaching me. I've, I'm in masterminds, I'm in this and that. I've got books every, you know, it's just constant. And, and the times I get away from the self-development is when you start slipping a little bit, right? When you go all the way back in and self-development and it, you become the best version of you, even if you're a mother and a father, a lot of them have guilt over this. Listen, if you're not your best self, you can't give your best self to them. You're robbing them because you're putting them first. So you do have to be in that regard. You have to be selfish in that regard. Put yourself first. Go all in on yourself. And then watch what happens with people around you. Right. And like you mentioned, kids, they always watch you. They learn by example. It's not about what you say to them, but who you being, what example are you setting? And with you putting that time and effort into developing yourself, that's the best that you can also give to your child. First of all, with that example and the energy that you will have and the presence that you can give them. And 
that just different way of uh, building a meaningful relationship. So not just personal, but professional life as well. And with understanding yourself, you better connect with others. And that definitely a, a foundation of uh, also creating a business as well. So everything is based on networking and your relationship with people. So we have to kind of develop that skills of emotional intelligence because that's what important and will bring us to uh you know it's just more meaningful way of being yeah i think it's, it's you you have a brilliant way of putting it anna it's you know the it starts with the self it ends with the self you create the reality you know based on what level you want to get to you think of it like a video game like the old school video games you got to get to the next level and to get there you got to beat the boss the bad guy right like think of super mario brothers and if you can't beat them that's when you start over on that level right but you never go back to the beginning so you keep starting over just a little bit and then you figure out how to beat them and then you keep beating, and then eventually you beat the game and in life it's not that we beat it but we want to win right and winning in a competition a game you got to have fun and you got to keep score somehow so make sure you hold yourself accountable to like, okay, you set a goal, you set a match, whatever it is, but hold yourself accountable and, and play that game. See if you can do it. Yes, definitely. And uh, for those who would like to connect with you, how can they find you online? Yeah, the, the best place uh, where I try to have most people go now is Instagram. So the mm -hmm. Panda Man official on Instagram, the Panda Man official. And we do a lot of mindset stuff. Let's say we, because it's a team, you know, I have my my editing and film crew, and they're awesome. So we do a lot of mindset, a lot of fasting stuff, a lot of training stuff. So anything uh, that I think could help you get, you know, get get some good habits going and get on the right direction. And if you want to message me, I answer everybody, whether it's voice text on there or whatever, but I correspond with you directly. So I'm happy to answer any questions you have. All right. Thank you. And also in closing, what would you like to tell our listeners uh, as a like this is was the most important statement for the day. What should they focus on? What should you focus on? If I was going to narrow it down to one thing and you wanted to have dramatic difference within, let's say, a year or 30 days or 60 days, focus on your self-talk and improving your self-talk because that is the foundation, right? And that's why having great habits is going to lead to that confidence, where, you know, where no matter how, what you feel like, you're doing your workout, you're following your fasting, whatever you're doing for your nutrition, but you're doing it, right? And it, it's because you're self-aware. So focus on your self-awareness. That is, that's the seeds that you're planting. Watch how they blossom and you can course correct. That's what I would say to focus on. Yes beautiful and the more we focus on self-awareness uh, the more we become a better version of who we can be and uh, thank you so much for your thoughts and wisdom and i've had a great conversation thank you for joining us today i hope you enjoy your day thank you anna this was great i really appreciate it Thank you for listening to my podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did follow my show and leave me a review i'd love to hear from you to check out intern store go to internpodcast.com stay tuned